Today's episode of The Rewatchables is brought to you by Vudu, a leading streaming app with a library of over 150,000 titles available to rent or buy and over 8,000 titles you can watch for free on their ad-supported on-demand service. Vudu is incredible. I bought the Fast Furious 8-pack wow. for like half price, and now I just have them on the tips of my fingers. Any any fast movie I want to watch. Also, right now, they have all the National Lampoon Vacation movies. So go there now. Check it out. Voodoo.com slash rewatchables. Sign up and start watching today. V-U-D-U dot com slash rewatchables. Coming up, Amanda, stop trying to make fetch happen. <laughs> Mean Girls, right after this. I'm 16. Until today, I was homeschooled. And then it was goodbye, Africa. And hello, high school. Hi, I'm Katie. I'm Janice. This is Damien. Watch out, new meat coming through. This map shows the school's central nervous system, the cafeteria. You got your cool Asians, burnouts, jocks, the greatest people you will ever meet, and the worst. So you've never been to a real school before? Shut up. Shut up. I didn't say anything. I'm sorry I laughed at you. I'm sorry I called you fat. I'm sorry that people are so jealous of me. But I can't help it that I'm popular. Walk it off! Walk it off! You know who's looking fine tonight? Seth Mosikowski. He is your cousin. What? He's a good kisser. So I don't know where to begin with this one. 15 years, April 30th. That's really scary. People think Mean Girls Day is October 3rd, but actually it came out on April 30th. We'll get into Mean Girls Day because I didn't even know about this until I was researching the movie. I'm a man. I did had no idea this was <laughs> happening. Um, I want to start with the smart teen movie lineage championship belt. Oh, wow. Fun. Okay. Yeah. Let's How do it. How about that? Yeah. Because I feel like Fast Times at Ridgemont High was the first one. Yeah. Okay. Where it was like, oh, Teens, look at them. They have real issues too. They're real people. Mm-hmm. Things are happening to them. Breakfast Club, Heather's, Clueless, Mean Girls, Easy A. Love Easy A. Agree. And the kissing booth. <laughs> I, okay. think, uh, I think that's the latter. Mm. Well, because these movies are dumber now. We're never going to have like the super smart. To movie. all the boys I've loved before. All right, either one. Yeah. I, you want to do I, that one instead? I do because I think every movie that you just named. Part of its smart appeal is that adults like it as well and can yeah. find things to relate to it. And I think the kissing booth was a teen phenomenon. And I'm shout out to the teens. You keep us young. But also, To All the Boys I Love Before really had a cross-generational So appeal. I was thinking the reason I went kissing booth was because it kind of revived teen movies. But you're right. Okay. To Thank All you. the Boys I Love Before was smarter. It did more things yeah. within the thing. So had anyway, no is there any other movie you would throw in the last four decades? I can't believe you went from Clueless mid nineties all the way to 2004 Mean Girls. What a what a desert for smart teen movies. Well, I thought about Ten Things I Hate About You, but mm-hmm. I don't think that movie's really that smart. That's more because the other type of teen movie is like the Secret Admirer, right? Type of like just right. kind of dopey but lovable teen movie, which there's been a million of. I can't think of one that like, I'm like, how could we not include this? But that's just like, that's such an indictment because there were so many teen movies in that 10 year stretch. There really were. Especially like the six year stretch from 94 to like 2001, basically. That's true. They got, well. Like American Pie, not a smart movie. No, because they, I mean, 
like everything got a little dumb around 1999. Yeah. That's sort of the thing. I, I was going to throw in, and we're going to talk about this at some point, uh, Cruel Intentions, but mm. is that a teen movie? It's about teens. It's a teen but, movie. But, you know, it's definitely, it's commenting on both the genre of movie and also what it means to be a teen, which is, I think, the definition of like smart teen movie. Well, we're so, doing that on Rewatchables 99 on Luminary. Yeah, we sure are. That's actually an adult movie that's using yes, teens, which exactly. is what makes it so weird exactly. and uncomfortable. It's a movie with 35-year-old characters, still, but they're 18. I still can't believe we're going to talk about this in a work setting, but we are, and I believe in us. We might have to bring Mallory in for the just the hammer. Because oh, sure. after okay. every line almost yeah. gets crossed, we'll just bring her in to yeah. just obliterate it. I feel like she's probably got a real soft spot for the Sarah Michelle Gellar character or something. So if you had to rank... The teen movie lineage, those seven. Yeah. I think those are the seven ones. Oh, I have one nomination, but it's not really a comedy. Scream. That's like an interesting teen movie. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. That's, that smart. So that could be the smart. next. I think mm-hmm. that, I think also it's like. Could throw Campbell. that in between Clueless and Mean Girls. That actually works with the time. I like yeah. that. All right. So we got Fast Times, Breakfast Club, Heather's, Clueless, Scream, Mean Girls, Easy A, Tall the Boys I Loved Before. And the reason I mentioned this is, so you're talking about like four Three to seven years, basically. But all those movies belong to, if you were the age of the characters, roughly, Mm -hmm. then that becomes your movie. So, like, Breakfast Club is my movie. Right. I can do any line from Breakfast Club. I can do the entire Emilio Estevez speech about taping Larry Lester's buns together. But (laughs) I was the exact same age of the people in that movie. Yeah. Um, For other people, it's Mean Girls. Sure. For my daughter, it's probably... Maybe she hasn't even had her movie yet because she's only 13, but right. it's probably to all the boys I love before. She's probably, or Kissing Boo, she's seen the most. I was going to say also, it's if you're, you're that age or like slightly younger. Cause yeah. I was going to say mine is Clueless, but I was not in high school when Clueless, I was in middle school. So and you have to be like between 13 and 16 when it becomes your movie. Yeah. Right? Slightly aspirational yeah. and sort exactly. of like, this is what my future will look like right. if I'm lucky. Right. Or it's something. like you had a subscription to 17 when you were like 11. Yeah. Right. And then by the time you were actually 17 years old, it was like child's play. Yeah. You're like, you, you you were ready to to dress for the part because you'd been looking at it for so long. Studying different mm-hmm. personas yes. that yeah. you were intrigued by. I mean, uh, the, the way they are presented to you by magazines, like this is the smart girl, this is the cool girl. Yeah. So Fast Times, written by Cameron Crowe, mm-hmm. he spent, he actually went undercover in high school as a grown-up to try to learn how people were talking. <laughs> Breakfast Club was John Hughes. I forget who did Heather's, but that movie's crazy and now has an age well because of the whole, the bullying. basically- 20 plus years of school shootings has made this movie. It's kind of hard. It's much harder to watch, but it was really clever at the time. Like I remember where I saw that one. I was, it seemed like Christian Slater was the next Jack Nicholson whole thing. Clueless kind of brought the genre back. Yeah. Can I tell you a fun fact about Heather's though? What? It was written by Daniel Waters, who is the brother of Mark Waters, who directed Mean Girls. Oh, wow. Yeah. Anyway. Ooh. I didn't know that, that, that off the top of my head. I didn't have that in half ass in my research. I was Googling and recognized the name. But anyway, there you go. So there is a connection. Clueless brought the genre back, and I think people missed it. I think also made it really female. Like, took it out of the hands of men. Amy Heckerling was like, this is mine. Yeah. And Tina Fey is a great, like, kind of, like, ushered in a new era. And I think you can, like, kind of feel that more female um, guiding hand in the movie in a little bit. In, in, like, Tina Fey kind of overqualified to even do a teen movie. Like, she, like... And it, this is just a really smart movie from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. The characters are very distinct. She knows exactly what she wants to do. And then she has Lohan, who's, I think, the best actress we've so ever talented. had in any yes. of these movies. So talented. Yeah. 
Because you go, like, Fast Times, Jennifer Jason Lee obviously went on to have a pretty great career. I think Lohan had the most talent of all of them. Uh, Easy A, Emma Stone would be the other candidate for just completely overqualified to be in one of these movies. And then Heath Ledger, 10 Things I Hate About You, another one. an all-time performance. So we've had good people in these movies. Um, Lohan. I mean... What's it's it? just a tragedy. It's like in sports, we would it would be like, you know, almost Penny Hardaway, like some of these people we talk about reverentially who got hurt or blew out an ACL or drug problems. Yeah, it's and, like I remember the mo- the moment her song "Rumors" hit the radio, and I like thought it was really funny. But that's the moment it ended. The second that "Rumors" came out, which I think was like in two thousand five. So we have. Uh, I stand for rumors. I Just for the record, I'd like to. I'd like wow, everyone to know. I stand know. for rumors. Yeah. So she has Parent Trap in 2002, which I never realized was a good movie until I had kids, and my daughter watched that for like a year straight, and I'm, and she's like jarringly awesome in that movie. She's playing two different characters. What is an English accent? She's great. It's an she's Andy just, Myers movie. She's great. It's, yeah. She's great in that movie. Saw that in theaters. Loved it. Yeah. Freaky Friday. So that made 92 million. Freaky Friday comes out. I kind of forgot what a monster movie that was. It made 160 million. It has 88% on Rotten Tomatoes. And Roger Ebert wrote, Lohan has that Jodie Foster sort of seriousness and intent focus beneath her teenage persona. So at this point, we're like, this is the next Jodie Foster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, and- She's going to do these teen movies and then win Oscars. Uh, she did Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, didn't go as well in them Mean Girls. Yeah. And then the wheels came off, basically. It's tough. And and she had so much promise in Mean Girls. She was so good. And as as the narrator, she really carries it too. It's not yeah. it's not just like her great performance, but she has to do so much work. It's great. It's really sad. Like when you watch Lohan's Beach House on MTV, it's like hard to believe it's the same person. Yeah, She's, and it, it flipped pretty as soon as she dyed her hair, it felt like it started getting weird. Like she just kind of she had this look that was all American, but also she was really pretty and she was a great actress. Yeah. And it was like kind of the total package. She really you just would have guessed like this person's gonna have a career for 40 years. Yeah. I mean, you know, she had family issues. She obviously kind of got caught up in the <laughs> family issues. I, I'm trying to be generous. <laughs> I also like not get into it. Obviously, she had like parents who were nightmares. And she had then- it seemed like she had one of on like the bad family scale. Yeah. One to ten, she was probably like a nine. Really yeah. high. Like really high. Really, really bad parenting situation. Right. And obviously has like been in the spotlight since she was a child. Then she gets caught up in like the TMZ. Or was it like pre-TMZ? Kind of like the Us Weekly Paris Hilton. It was right when that vortex. was starting. Yeah. yeah. It was like celebrity culture was flipping right. into. Let's like remember Kitson once upon a time. Yes. Yeah. Robertson Boulevard. Rocking down Robertson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I remember I went and looked for this too because I wanted to send it to you too, but I couldn't find it on the internet. They did MTV used to do that show where they spent the day with somebody. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Sure. It was called like Diary or One Day at a Time. It was called Diary. So I looked it up on IMDb and it and it said Diary ended the year before, but I know I watched this. There's no way I could have imagined it. It was a day with Lindsay. It was right like before Mean Girls came out. And it was her and her friends just doing their thing in LA and going to like Tower Records. And there's this one point in it where she just starts berating one of her friends. <laughs> In like not a funny way, and and she's and you could just see the hints of like, oh, this she's gonna be a problem. I didn't realize it was one of those. Yeah, but it never really manifests itself. Like she hosted SNL. She was great on the first SNL yeah. she hosted. By the time she comes back in 05, the whole monologue is about all the problems she's had with Tina yeah. Fey, 
And it just, she was never able to get it back. It's pretty sad. Did you ever watch her Oprah show a couple of years ago where Oprah like has like an intervention with her? No. Just, just like, oh, it, it's worth watching. It was on OWN. Well, they, oh, is it, isn't that the one where she said she had only done cocaine like 15 times yes. or something? Yes. It's just like, there's a, she's done a lot of reality TV at this point. So there's like a lot to pull from. And yeah. she's like always playing a different character. I think... I think you felt like you could know her and that was part of her charm in Mean Girls. You're like, you could know this person. You couldn't, like, this is like a real, like, girl from Long Island who happens to be a great actress. But now, like, that person is lost and I have no idea who she actually is anymore. And the internet really took her and ran with it in a bunch of different ways, including, like, two years of does she have implants or does she not? Like yeah. that was the whole well, thing. Was, it, is she on drugs? Is she not? It was right at the same time as the rise of Perez Hilton and all of yeah. the first round of gossip blogs. She was which, kind of the first victim of yes, it. Yes, and they were not nice. It is not how we would talk about people today. Well, yeah. it's how it's, many people still do talk about it that way, but it's frowned upon. And at that time, it was just kind of standard that she would be a target of. Pictures of her like getting out of limos with no underwear on yes. and then like close-ups of things maybe we didn't we just wouldn't do stuff like that now <laughs> yeah 15 years later um it's really too bad like i really feel like this is like talking about an athlete that yeah you just mm-hmm. think like oh man if they hadn't had cocaine issue or if they hadn't had torn acl yeah this would have happened that would have happened it's like and, brandon roy and so much yeah. of her appeal in mean girls and kind of her early work there is like a presence, for lack of a better word, a kind of movie star quality, that relatability of, as Juliet said, of like, oh, you can just be, you're kind of like her. She's like someone you would know or someone you would want to be friends with. And that kind of goes away with experience. It's not like something that she could get back necessarily, because even if she's kind of, everything went right for Lindsay Lohan and she has a late comeback career resurgence, you'll be bringing all the baggage and everything you know about Lindsay and she will as well. So we can't, it's like, we can't, can't go come back. back. Yeah. Can't she go need, back. She needs like an exorcism. It's like the only way. No, it's, 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 unfortunately it's over. And, you know, River Phoenix, who I think is another one where it's, it, there's a lot of what ifs that go with him and all the other actors loved working with him, really mm-hmm. respected him. He did some good work and then he overdosed. And there's been certain actors and actresses where this has happened. And it really does remind me of sports, but like with River Phoenix, if he had lived and just had all kinds of issues for the next 20 years, like maybe there's River Phoenix's beach house. Like this is like the worst (laughs) way. It's almost, you're you're almost better just disappearing from a career standpoint versus what's happened to her the last 12 years. I think it's really sad seeing her on beach house. It is really sad. It's a constant reminder of this really talented person who, it just went sideways. And now she's a meme and she's not even really like participating in any of the it's the joke is on her instead of with her for a lot of the a lot of these things. And that's a bummer. It's super. It, it doesn't feel good. This is the worst example of the of this arc of like I teen think. stardom gone wrong, basically. Well, yeah, because she was the most talented of all of them. Yeah, you know, you yeah. go through all the, like, the Corys and all those people like they they were people who had their moment, but they weren't going to win Oscars and things right. like that. She seems so possessed and like not possessed, like so, so um, poised in, yeah. in mm-hmm. Mean Girls and smart. It's hard to believe this happened. Right. Because it just seemed like she had the tools. It's just, it's well, weird. But let's, you know, let's not look past the arc of the character, Katie sure. and Mean Girls, who like goes over to the dark side and does it quite convincingly. Right. And that is part of, you know, and there is a certain edge to Lindsay Lohan that even like she's very young in this movie, but it's what makes her compelling and interesting is that you can see her flipping 
stereotyping the other way. And this movie is all about right. the she power had, that those types of girls have on people. So when she turns it on with uh, the dude, what's the name of the dude? Aaron she likes? Samuels. Oh, yeah. Aaron Samuels. And when she's flirting with them in yeah, class yeah, yeah. and it's like, whoa, you, tur- you flipped that switch, yes. Lindsay. Yeah. She also, she, the first SNL she hosted, she's really great in it. Mm-hmm. And that was the one that had the uh, Debbie Downer. That was one of the most so famous good. sketches of that decade. But she's just really good in that. At um, Disneyland, right? Yeah. One other thing with this. I think, what do you guys think is the best Lorne Michaels movie ever? Oh, so wow. here are the nominees. Okay. I think it's really just these three. Wayne's World, Mean Girls, and Tommy Boy. Mm. I think would be the three, unless there's one other one I'm missing. But I went through and it's like those, I think this is the best Lauren Michaels movie. I guess you're not in the MacGruber hive. I'm not either, but so many men are. <laughs> like so many. But I think this is the best version of how the Lauren Michaels movie thing goes, where he has somebody who's really talented, lets him paint the canvas. Absolutely. Gets the right people behind it. And this was a monster movie. This made $129 million, $17 million budget. All three of those, I feel like the stars didn't really hit the peak you thought they were going to. Yeah, Farley's another one like this. Yeah, You know, Farley had this, it started to get sad near the end, which I think people don't remember, but uh, was another one-of-a-kind guy. And there hasn't been a Lohan since, which I also think is interesting. Like a teen star? Somebody quite like her. I don't feel like it's happened. Do you? Well, 15 years since. I feel the same way about Alicia Silverstone. Like she had something that I just haven't really totally seen since. I think that those two examples really speak to how difficult it is to be in the public eye when when you're a young woman. Like I, yeah. I just think it is so hard. I mean, the like several years later stories about Alicia Silverstone just being so anorexic on set of Clueless are like pretty are like pretty devastating and like yeah. really sad. And I think that it's no coincidence, as Amanda pointed out, that Lindsay Lohan's kind of downfall coincides with the rise of paparazzi internet culture. And like maybe it would have been different if she'd been a little more sheltered from it. Yeah, right? but now we have. Social media. I think there's been some casualties of that, too. I think also they just don't become actresses. Like, the next person who popped in my head was Miley Cyrus, Mm. who started as Hannah Montana and was definitely in the eye. And definitely, you remember that Vanity Fair cover where she was underage and not wearing a shirt and people had a whole hullabaloo, which, you know, was kind of concern trolling, in my opinion. But... Britney. Yeah. But they all go to pop stars. Because I think it's kind of hard to be a young actress right now. There's also like kudos to Emma Stone. Yeah, yeah. just she made a concrete. It just all bounces off of her. <laughs> Unbelievable! Great, what a parents. career. Yeah, she must have great parents. Yeah, I do think the great parents thing is like wildly underrated with all this stuff. I agree. I think that's also kind of true with Miley Cyrus. Like she has um, someone in her father and her godmother Dolly Parton who like yeah like, yeah like you know it's <laughs> a just shaky. a different. <laughs> so this book was adapted from or this movie is adapted from the book Queen Bees. And Wannabes by Rosalind Wiseman. Either mm-hmm. of you read that one? No. No. I just got the cliff notes in this movie. Queen Bees and Wannabes. But it's, it's like a solid title. It's it's like a nonfiction study of high school dynamics, right? Yes. I think it's of um Nutrier High School or like the North Shore of Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Anything else before we get to the categories? Because there's a lot to I'm dive fired into. Up. Let's go. Great movie. Where does this is this your favorite high school movie? No. What's your favorite high school movie? Um God, that's a good question. God, you're question. giddy. You're like beaming right now. <laughs> well, you're so excited. Part I mean, part of it for me is I don't, I was just so into MTV and the WB at this, like around the kind of like peak high school age. A lot you of that really stuff were. pops out a lot more for me, but I like really loved She's All That. I really did. Oh, wow. I really loved it. Yeah. What was that? Rachel Lee Cook? Yes. Rachel Lee Cook and Freddie, Freddie Prince, Prince Jr. Jr. 
and a young Kieran Culkin. It's Kevin Pollack. Yet another movie that's ripped off from an earlier movie. And now these movies are... Like that last movie with Noah Centineo on Netflix just now. Oh, yeah. That movie rips off like seven movies that I've seen over the course of yeah. my life. Well, sometimes you just want to play the hits, you know? Yeah. Uh, I She's All That is also one of the movies that he's not aged. Oh, horrible. Yeah, that's, that's, it's a, it's a tough one. But Usher and Little Kim are in it. I, listen, <laughs> I, I, your, you had a wonderful high school experience <laughs> and you get so happy when you talk about it and that brings me joy. So that's great. One of my favorite Hollywood teen movie tropes is when, the guy doesn't realize right away that his really hot friend is hot and it takes like <laughs> an hour, 20 minutes. Secret Admirer has Lori Laughlin, C. Thomas Howell's in love with Kelly Preston and Lori Laughlin's his best friend and he has no idea she's attractive until like 10 minutes left in the movie. He's like, wait a second. Yeah. Lori Laughlin. That's like Dawson's Creek. Like no one like looked at Katie Holmes until she put on makeup and yeah, it was Joe, like, whoa, what's yeah. going on yeah. here? <laughs> hey, weddings can have 99 problems, but the groom's look shouldn't be one. That's why the blacktux.com designs rental suits and tuxedos that you'll love. Craig, are you using this? Craig's got weddings coming up. I do have a wedding in a month. Yeah. Black Tux, easy online ordering process, brings your suit or tuxedo right to you. Pick a style, request a free home try-on. You can feel the fit and quality before you commit. Black Tux also has showrooms all over the country where you can find your fit and plan your look. When's the last time Zach Barron wore a tux? I have never seen him in a tux. What? I, is it, I know, right? <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Can we get him one? We should just get one from the black okay, tux. Let's do it. I'd love it. I think he would look great. Just just show him and be like, hey, <laughs> just want to see what you looked like in a tux. 5,000 five-star reviews. You want to find a rental experience or designs like the ones you'll find at Black Tux. Nephew Kyle used this. Worked out perfectly. Uh, super happy with it. And he's not the most responsible guy in the world sometimes. So this worked. <laughs> Rent your suit or tuxedo at theblacktux.com and enjoy $20 off with code rewatchables. Theblacktux.com, code rewatchables. $20 off your purchase. All right, most rewatchable scene. I'm probably missing a couple here. The talent show. Mm. Mm. Iconic. I, I, it's all I can think of when I hear Jingle Bell Rock now. It really totally took over Jingle Bell. It also captures how in a high school or even a college situation, the little cluster of good looking women Mm -hmm. would absolutely do like that Jingle Bell rock in front of everybody else and make it like a little too sexy and uncomfortable. And it just, it hits all, it hits all the points. I mean, I don't want to be like the, the prude aunt here, but like it, this is not high school appropriate just for the record. I think it. Yeah, if my daughter was involved in this, I'd probably have to be carried out in a stretcher. Like, what is happening? I think it's kind of accurate. It is accurate. When I'm at the Century City Mall and I see, like, teen girls, I'm just like, how did you leave the house like this? What were you wearing when you got in the car and then took off? I mean, sure, that's really accurate, but they don't go to school functions like that. I think there are school dress codes, or at least there were. I need to take you to some LA events. I, I, like, um, am very familiar with this by way of Kyle Richards and Mauricio Umansky's daughters on Instagram. (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> and it's just like I think it's accurate. Great scene though. And obviously Amy Poehler in in the in the in, um, in the aisle, yeah. yeah. Dancing along with yeah. her daughter. Very good. Uh the sabotage montage. Mm. Mm-hmm. I just really enjoy. Although I never understand the part where he steals the purse, Aaron Samuels chases the guy, they walk in on the coach and the girl, and then Aaron Samuels is never like, wait a second, why'd you, what's going on here? Like, right. it's just kind of, there's, there's not like, an immediate arrest. Yeah, there's yeah, not I some sort of resolution. That yeah, that, that's that's a line. future nitpick. Yeah. Uh, the four-way phone call. It's mm. a good one. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll get into what's age the worst with that later. The watch where you're going fat ass uh, lunch scene. You can walk home, bitches. 
where you're going, fat ass. <laughs> Followed by Lindsay Lohan realizing she's the new queen bee with the two mm-hmm. following her. That that whole stretch is just really good. Really good. Um, the burn book blowout brawl. Is, oh, with Regina throwing the and everywhere. and then the fight and yeah. everybody fighting with each other and Tim Meadows going. Uh, What's the coach? Step away from the underage girls. (laughs) All that part's amazing. And then uh, Janice Ian's confession and Regina getting hit by the bus. That whole part. What else would you have? I have two more to nominate. Give me two more. First is the very first lunch scene when Regina invites Katie to sit with her. Oh, that's good. So you think you're really pretty. That's really interesting. Thanks. You're like really pretty. Thank you. So you agree. What? You think you're really pretty. Oh, I don't know. Oh, my God. I love your brain. Yeah. And you're just kind of getting the whole dynamics of how she operates. Just a virtuoso Regina scene. And then the first burn book scene with Amy Poehler. uh, I'm a cool mom. If you're going to drink, I'd prefer you do it in the house. You know, that whole scene, including the burn book and them kind of critiquing themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just surprised you've, except for the her stealing no Aaron Samuels because I feel like the stuff in math class is pretty good when when he turns around and oh, she does that's it. just you being attracted yeah. to Aaron Samuels <laughs> he yeah. is cute he's cute he's yeah. like a trainer in LA now like you could like find him pretty easily um <laughs> Ju- just saying Juliet could have a whole life of being personal trained by Aaron Samuels and going to bars <laughs> that are, with bartenders that, that are on like the a, challenge in the like bachelor a sad life for me Let's <laughs> that's, or a great life dream bigger <laughs> Glad you like it though. Um, I think I think uh, Lindsay Lohan wearing the oversized pink Lacoste shirt is one of like my like I love when they're, oh, right. when they're walking down the hallway and yeah. she doesn't obviously doesn't fit in. She's trying to wear pink on Wednesdays. Yeah. That's I think that's mine just because I feel like it captures the essence of the movie. Yes. I like the the uh, I think the burn book bro up bra followed by Tim Meadows in the gym is my single okay. favorite section. So I'm going with that one. It's yeah. really go good. With Amanda. I think I'm going with the first lunch scene. Okay. Because it's just burned in my brain, the plastics at the lunch table. That's kind of the first thing I think of when I think of this movie. I, it It is a high degree of difficulty where you're introducing a bunch of characters and the situation and the bigger context and they do it in like three minutes. It's a really smart scene. I, I'm with you. Also, I had never, never heard of Rachel McAdams before. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, so for that to be the entrance of Rachel McAdams into our lives is huge. Had she not done anything major before that? I did not know her. And I remember being shocked to find out she was 27 when she was in Mean Girls. I was just like, wow, that's incredible. (laughs) She, I mean, before that, she had just, I mean, she'd been in Canada where she's from. She was in The Hot Chick, but I didn't see that. Canadians. Love the Canadians. She she didn't have anything like particularly huge. So this like really like made her career. 2004 is Mean Girls and then The Notebook. Yeah. So. Well, and then right and after then that, the Wedding Crashers. Wedding Crashers. Yeah. And the very underrated Red Eye. Great movie. Great movie. I now love Killian Murphy retroactively. We did a whole Rachel McAdams thing when we did the Wedding Crashers yeah. podcast yeah. about the basically coming out of the gate with just some monster hits. And then, you know, combo of just bad luck with movies and a couple bad choices. But it just, her career didn't play out the way I think it should have for a while. Now I, now I feel like she's back. Yeah, she's doing well. This yeah. is a, this is a great time to remind everyone to watch the wonderful film Morning Glory, co-starring. Oh my oh, god, god. Our favorite. number one rom com. I love it too. It's so wow. good. She, Patrick Wilson is in there. So good. Yeah. 
the Morning Glory Rewatchables season eight of the Rewatchables. <laughs> it's really good. 2025. I think I'm willing. Is it still on Delta? No, it's oh, not. They took it off. Delta, bring it back. Juliet will be married to her personal trainer, Aaron Samuels. <laughs> I really, really want you to want more for me. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I do do admit, though, that you know where all the former reality Absolutely. slash bartenders people work in LA. What, what do you think I do on Instagram? But like stock people. <laughs> uh, what's age the best? We mentioned 2004 Lindsay Lohan. Uh, I mean, I won't get this, but like that was like Dwight Gooden in 1985 on the Mets. Just Dwight Gooden in 19. Do you get that? A good comp, Sia, yeah. Sia, 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 can you winner. explain it to me in a sentence? Sayang award winner, okay. 19 years old. Okay. Oh, seemed wow. like he was going to be just the greatest okay. pitcher ever. He played for the Mets? Cocaine next year. And oh, that's too bad. Cratered. Okay. Um, but Isn't 86 I, the year that... They Yeah, they beat us anyway. He, yeah, sorry. He didn't, yeah. <laughs> wow, look who knows sports Yeah, now. that was pretty good. He might have missed the uh, championship parade. Okay. No, it was, it was like, bad. it got bad pretty okay, quick. Okay, that's bad. Uh, another thing that's what saves the best, we mentioned earlier, but just the Regina George character. Amazing. Oh, yeah. Great high school villain. Yes. I mean, all time. She, for me, is the, I mean, she's kind of the star of this movie for me. Lohan's amazing in it, but I think it's telling that Lindsay Lohan originally wanted to play Regina George. Right. And you know why, because it's just this, it is an archetypal character. You and, you and Juliet Shea did a, podcast about her for mm-hmm. villains. Yeah. What did you learn from that podcast? That she is like diabolical, but like you want to root for her in a weird yeah. way because she's like such a fun character. What I learned is that Gretchen Wieners is the true villain of the movie. Oh, is that true? Yeah. She's weak. She gives Regina her power. Mm. And at the end of the movie, Gretchen is the only one who hasn't learned any lessons and has just glommed onto another group. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. And also she is just... You can't defend anything Gretchen does. I can't blame her, though, because she lost her parents in a car accident and had to live with Bailey and Charlie and everybody. <laughs> That's so true. It's very, she had a really rough very life. Sad. Yeah. Great. When you're the youngest kid and you have no parents. Yeah, it's true. And just the violin, and that's all you have. Uh, Regina George, to me, is is the legacy of he- the three Heathers and Heathers. Mm-hmm. It's oh, basically like, yeah. let's make that character better. Because the original Heather in that movie, and, Shan- and then Shannon Doherty's second, the first Heather is mm-hmm. basically Regina George, the one who gets killed yes. first. Yeah, sure. I of forget course. what her name is. She was the bo- the blonde one. But Kim Walker. Right. Yeah, Kim Walker. Yeah, yeah, that was Regina George. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I'm going to rewatch it. I rewatched it. It's about, a really good movie, like, and Slater is definitely like both of them. Yeah, I mean, it was like star making for each both, of them. Yeah, but it's just shocking how much it would not be made today. Great. I can't, well, can't wait to watch it How then. about this? It was more shocking that, that it kind of was, was made, made today with the TV show that they realized. It. Yeah. yeah. It's like, wait, this is a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, another thing that's aged the best, the cast. Yes. Mm-hmm. You have Lohan at her peak, young, younger Rachel McAdams as she's on her ascent. Lizzie Kaplan, well before she became mm-hmm. a thing. Tina Fey, like the best she's been in a movie, I think. Amy Poehler. Incredible. Early Amy Poehler. Yeah. Barely on SNL at that point. Incredible Tim Meadows. We'll get to him in a second. Incredible. Just incredible. Amanda Seyfried. Thank you. So we're, yeah. you weren't going to mention her as a, I was as like, a, that's as a big the, old fanatic. Yeah. She's important. Yeah. I, so is her career, you're happy with it or you feel like there could have been a tiny bit more? I think she's like, she's punching above her weight class. I think she's okay. done a lot with, with maybe not that much. I agree. Lacey Shea Bear. Just yeah. incredible. Little Claudia. <laughs> I mean. Such a history with her. <laughs> 
<laughs> Claudia was like definitely the, my least favorite Salinger, but I'm just happy to have a Salinger on the show. Worst Salinger, but best scene in the history of the show. When the Bailey intervention. When she, yeah, with Bailey, when she's crying. And she's like, I, I loved you the most. Yeah. I am not supposed to say this, but I loved you the most. Emotional stuff. Uh, <laughs> what a great episode. Another thing that's aged the best. Homeschooling jokes. Always enjoy them. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry to homeschool shame you, but I there's just always like it's a good gimmick in movies and it may, always makes me laugh. Well, it also just gives the premise of the movie. It, it sets it up so neatly because yeah, then she can be the outsider yeah. and you can do all of the kind of social critique that is what makes this movie last for me. So. Uh, what's age the best for me personally, maybe not for everybody else. I just think it always was a great fantasy team name army of skanks mm. i just like seeing it on the board and then they finally cross it up it's just funny it's so like cutthroat vicious it's really good it's well done uh nutrition bar sabotage that's a really good one very funny and also i like how it calls it nutrition nutrition bars which are uniformly not good for you right like do not rely on nutrition bars wait we we're saving this for pick and nits later janice ian's look and she even said this lizzie kaplan that they position her that way to make her like she doesn't care about anything and this is like she stands out she's an outcast but then people actually started dressing like Janicean a few years later like and the it's kind, actually look like the goth look kind yeah. of yeah 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 it's a thing it's come mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. the quote old boyfriends are off limits to friends that's just the rules of feminism it's just really funny it's true <laughs> but it's also kind of true old boyfriends should be off limits it's to true. friends where do you stand on that yeah, of course. Would you? Have, did you ever date somebody that one of your friends dated? Oh, I'm sure I did, but like, I, you never um, felt great about it. No, it wasn't. It doesn't feel great. Did Zach Barron date one of your friends? No. Oh, good. So that's good. <laughs> Certainly wouldn't um, be a friend anymore. No, it's like one of <laughs> she those wasn't things. invited to the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's one of those things that when you when you age, you're like, oh, of course, that was a mess. That was absolutely not worth it. But when you're like 17 and you're just like, this is the person for me. You're, you're a little dumb. So it's good, solid advice, but you maybe have to be older to learn it. I liked her reaction, uh, Gretchen's reaction when she found out Aaron that Lindsay Lohan liked Aaron Samuels. Oh, you can't do that. You can't like him. Um, I like Damien when he plays at the talent show and he starts a song and he looks at the piano oh, and he goes, yeah. don't look don't at look me. At me. <laughs> and then he sings Beautiful, right? Yes, he does. The Christina Aguilera yeah. song. And then... uh. I just think the Hollywood slut rule is really funny. That was the rule for years. Like it was when I was in college in the 90s, it was the one day anyone could dress like that. I think that. it's still the rule. I think that rule persists. Definitely well, persists. I think, I think there's more than just Halloween now for the, for that rule. Unfortunately. Yeah. I think I think we've come up with other days. In, t- in terms of rules, I also like the rules surrounding who can and cannot say Damien. He's almost too gay to function. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ver- that also is like, ver- that's sort of like only I can be mean about my mom or like only I can tell Jewish jokes. What else is age the best for you? Anything? I, for me, it's Regina and the script. And I, it was interesting. This movie essentially was kind of my first internet movie where mm. because of mm. when it was released and kind of how, you know, Tumblr and meme culture and also just me learning more about those things came together. But this is a really early meme-specific movie for me. Like, it's October 3rd or, you know. Which is funny because the memes definitely came a few years later. <clears throat> yes, but I and I couldn't tell you why it, that happened, but it definitely like the Obama campaign was using Mean Girl memes, yeah. and it had this second internet life, which I think is 
interesting and is somewhat just like a confluence of timing and the audience that it was targeted towards, but also speaks to like how well it was written and how insightful some of the observations are. Anything else age the best for you? No, I, I think agreed. Like Reg- the Regina George stuff is really good. I think in general, this movie has just aged really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, this is the first time I've ever wanted to give it to the whole movie, but I think this whole movie's aged the best. Yeah. If there's no cell phones other than that, this movie could come out right now. Yeah, totally. It'd be the, really good. No cell phones is a little, is kind of weird. I had a cell phone then. Well, so that leads us to what's aged the worst. And we'll start with four-way calls, which uh, Craig and Bobby pointed out yesterday in the podcast producer's office, how... There's just nobody would ever have a four-way call now. You would just all be on FaceTime or... Yeah, that's true. It does feel like it's from 100 years ago. I think you you would do it a different way, but you would you would still find a way to like have a, a conference call that someone didn't know was a conference call, basically. Yeah. I don't think you can do it. Just from my experience with my daughter, like I, if they're group FaceTime, I don't know how... Right. I, you can't hide in a group, group FaceTime. That's all they would do. That's one reason people like FaceTime is so you can see who... like like I. Who else is around, basically? The only thing I could think in 2019 would be an email, a group email where there's a blind CC and then right. they forget the fourth person's on there, which is basically what happened to Magic Johnson. Right. Amazing. <laughs> right. But teens don't use email, so. What's age the worst? The soundtrack just isn't good enough. I wanted more from it. I think there's I a lot of choices it. they could have made. This should have been like a great soundtrack that captured like the alternative rock scene that was taking yeah. off from 02 to 04. The killer should have been on it. I, but I think it just doesn't work. We talk, we say this every single time. It's a movie targeted at young women, and I always give this rant. And it makes me so mad because they underestimate the tastes of young women, and yeah. they always think the soundtrack has to sound like a freaking deodorant commercial instead of actually being good. Like and the guitar, it, yeah. I mean, and it is true that most of like the true music nerds at a young age are boys because they're don't know how to talk to people, and instead they just like memorize album stats. But we deserve better music in the movies. Across the board. It's bad. The best part is when they use Khalees, when she like sees everything as like a jungle and the milkshake. Also like no hip hop at all. Yeah. Like hip hop was by 04 was as massive as anything. Is it possible this was a budget problem and they couldn't afford good music? Well, they only spent 17 million. Yeah. So I bet they couldn't spend a lot on music if I had to guess. Bad job by them. Um, Another what's aged the worst. I know you love Aaron Samuels. Mm -hmm. One of my wife's all time favorites. Zoe Simmons, one of her all time favorites. His IMDb is aged the worst. I mean, he's because Aaron Samuels. This was just he's Aaron Samuels. Nothing else happened with him. That's why he was available to be in Ariana Grande's video. Everybody likes him, though. I don't understand what happened. His name is Jonathan Bennett, but I mean, it's the Noah Centineo problem. I wish Noah Centineo well, but he's always going to be Peter Kavinsky. Like that's it. Well, until until Mm -hmm. he does the father son indie movie with Mark Ruffalo. Oh my lord! Where their where their mom died of cancer and and they're getting to know each other and they take a road trip. Okay. Oh, you don't think that's happening? I do. I'd like Mark Ruffalo to just like the five year anniversary of mom's death, and okay. Mark Ruffalo oh, and Aaron boy. Samuels take a road trip that on motorcycles. Like a great movie, I'm yeah. Julian, Julian, watch that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's greet light that today. Uh, another what's age the worst? The shock casting of Claudia from Party of Five being one of the girls in Mean Girls, and like looking really good and adult in two thousand four was like, whoa, what happened? Claudia's grown up now. This is crazy. Now nobody would remember that. That was a thing back in the day. Yeah, she was. I'm trying to think back. who the equivalent would be now. Um, it would be like if if Emily Osment, who was Bell, who was Miley Cyrus's best friend on Hannah Montana, was like a hot girl in a movie, like something like that. 
Or like Millie Bobby Brown five years from now. It was kind of like when Vanessa Hudgens was in Spring Breakers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's a good Good one. Which was a while ago now. I still own a lot of Vanessa Hudgens stock. I think I think there's okay. an Oscar nomination at some point wow. for her. She was legitimately good. I like in, her acting. She was legitimately good in Rent Live. She's and a good was, actor. That was a disaster. Yeah. Uh, another what's age the worst? Fetch. Yeah. Gretchen couldn't make it happen. It's Never caught happen. on. But the line still lives on. People. Line still lives on. People but, are like stop trying to make X happen all the time. But oh, that's fair. Yeah, that's okay, true. maybe that has an age the worst. Uh, another what's age the worst? Coach Carr step away from the underage girls. <laughs> Which yeah. still makes me laugh. But it's your favorite scene. I it's can It's really great. I just love it. <laughs> he starts backing up. But nowadays, maybe they would not have that scene. Uh, another what's age the worst. Samantha Ronson's Built That Way. Built This Way, which was the song that they keep playing throughout that song with the little guitar. Lindsay Lohan dates her a year later. Right. They end up together. So that's age the worst? Well, it's age the worst because you hear that song now and you're like, oh, Katie starts dating the person who did the song a year later. It just kind of th- throws me off a little bit okay. with it. Samantha Ronson is so of a time. The, the person who we haven't mentioned yet, who's also like in this cohort, is Misha Barton. She's on a very similar trajectory as Lindsay Lohan. OC is, yeah, yeah starting that year. Yeah, and it's very, it's like, it's all like such of a specific, I like on the brink time. And they all couldn't withstand the paparazzi. With all respect to the OC, one of the great shows of our time, and with all knowledge of the love that you two have for it, (laughs) and I do as well, I think that Misha Barton particularly is perhaps missing a certain talent aspect (laughs) that we might associate with 2004 Lindsay Lohan. Which is not to say that she is untalented, but that she might be less talented than the very talented Lindsay Lohan. She's definitely less talented, but she could have been so much more. All right. Bill's offended. First of all, how dare you? I I did so much how preamble. I did so how much respectful you? preamble. Um, Misha Barton in season two of The OC was like one of the most beautiful people who's ever been on TV. She's unbelievably beautiful. beautiful. And, it's a, and it's an American tragedy. I agree. Okay, I also agree that it's an American tragedy. I'm just, I'm talking about acting as a skill. You know, she, people have talent. In a different we world, respect the talent. In a different world, she's married to Prince Harry, not Mar- oh Meghan Markle. No. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, she could have been a princess. No. Could have been a princess. I reject this. Absolutely not. Could have been her. No, she could have been the star suits married to Prince Harry. Okay. Meghan Markle, marker correction. I, that is that. No, that's absolutely not. <laughs> I'm so my head is exploding thinking about it. No. She was great. Okay. I'm a free Marissa t-shirt that I'll be wearing next week. I also, I don't want to respect, disrespect Misha Barton. No, She's you did. great. You did. And, and we have it on think, video and on audio. I just don't think that she is like our greatest actress or our greatest activist. She's a hell of an actress. That's all I'm cultural saying. Cultural icon. Oh, hell of an actress. Th- that's fine. She is a cultural icon. I wish her all the best, which normally means that I don't give a shit about her. But in this case, it means that I do want the best for her. Well, she'll be coming back into our lives on June 24th. Okay. Should have been nominated for an Emmy. Uh, what else has aged the best? Or what? It, what's aged the worst? This never sat right with me. Uh, Katie dumbing herself down to win over Aaron Samuels. It was, I thought it was a flaw of the movie. I think there's a way to... Maybe you hide that you're good at math, but I, I just never sat right with me. Well, it's kind of interesting because the movie, I think, pretty well toes the line between satire and then teaching lessons. And, good point. And, you know, at the end, we should talk about that last speech, which 
I kind of don't think totally fits with the tone of the rest of the movie. But the movie is trying to both explain and critique the social system of high school and also give young girls a guideline for a better way to do it. And I think that they're doing, using that as an example of what not to do. Because ultimately, she doesn't, you know, she gets her scores back up and joins the athletes. And the ultimate lesson is like, being smart is cool. So I, I agree that maybe it doesn't... I think it's more being yourself. I don't know if being smart is cool. I think she just could have lied about it. I don't know if she actually had to, like, tank, like, the Knicks trying to get Zion. Well, That's she's true. never been in school before. I, like, sub... <laughs> sure. Wait, I have a sub... <laughs> That's dumbass homeschools. <laughs> Wait, but sub-nitpick. But part of the reason she had to lie is because Aaron Samuels is just, like, staring at her paper every single yeah. time. Where I went to school, they really... Did not let yeah, you a lot share more grades. privacy. Yeah, yeah, they I were, agree. They regulated it. I have a long history of letting boys copy my math homework, and okay, let me tell you, so, okay, didn't get me anywhere. So <laughs> I think she, I think she made the right call. Uh, anything else age the worst for you for either of you? <clears throat> Just extending the kind of the coach underage plotline, which you know it. They make a joke out of it, but it's also an uncomfortable joke, and there are a few kind of uncomfortable jokes in this with respect to various high school stereotypes and racial, which like there's an awareness. They're trying to make them a joke, but you're also kind of laughing at a joke that you don't feel great about. I think. Yeah. Fair. I think the other thing that never sat completely right with me was the jungle references when she'd be like in the jungle. This is yeah. In Africa, that's how we do this. It's just like, I don't, I don't think you should be like in Africa, which is a uh, yes. giant continent. And like, it's not like it's an entire like Sahara desert. It's like, you know, a very, yeah. a very like Africa is a very full place yeah. of, with, you know, many countries. I think that one's not great. I go with uh, four way calls for what's age the worst. <laughs> just, they don't just, they don't have them anymore. It seems like it's from another era. I know, but isn't that like interesting? I don't know. Just, I don't know. I'm actually like learning you, about other times. I, I'm, I'm going with uh, the, basic insensitivities that are kind of okay. like the the coach plot line, all that stuff. It's just, it's like, it it's not the best part of the movie. It hasn't aged. Didn't we lose coach car step away from the underage <laughs> yeah. girls? I don't I know, know how I'm I feel sorry. about this. I'm sorry. Mine is referring to Africa as a singular place. Okay. Uh, speaking of what's aged the best, we gave this its own category. We had the Vivian Award for best clothes in a movie that we started during the Pretty Woman rewatchables, as requested. Yeah, thank you. Um, by Amanda, which is a great idea. Thank you. Now you want to do the reverse Vivian yeah. for worse clothes because this is not the wardrobe in this movie is a little <laughs> rough. It's a rough era. It was right before things started to they started to push the envelope, and it's the last vestige of the '90s. And there's a lot of stuff going on here. It's horrible. And I think part of the reason it's horrible is because it hits really close to home. Totally. Because I was a couple years older than these young women when this movie came out. And like that pink ruffled skirt that Lindsay Lohan is wearing when she strides, when they're striding down post kind of transformation. I I know I had a garment like that. And just looking at it, the wide makes banded me so miniskirt, like mm-hmm. wide waistband miniskirt, which is which hers is a variation of, yeah. was really popular from like 2003 to 2005 and was a terrible look yeah. that only looked good on Lindsay Lohan and Misha Barton. And no one else should have tried to copy. I would argue that it didn't look great on Lindsay, but that's okay. Yeah, she, she, well, she was uncomfortable in it, which I think was maybe yes. intentional. And I think they're also, they're supposed to look a little ridiculous in this movie. It's supposed to be yeah. commenting on them as plastics as well. I texted Juliet last night at like 10.15 being like, why are they all wearing high heels to school? And they're not even like, they're either wearing kitten heels and or like 
working girl style pumps, which I I don't know what that is. I have never seen a high schooler wear that. I remember going to Nordstrom for the first time my freshman year of college and like buying pumps kind of like that, like in red. And I just like, it gave me a terror flashback. Me too. (laughs) I got a couple more things. Uh, We got to talk about Lindsay Lohan's makeup, Mm. which is extremely accurate in terms of high school girls feeling like they need to wear a lot of makeup and then like really just putting that eyeliner on and just going with it. But it just made me feel for all of the high school girls still experimenting with makeup today. You got to get it wrong a lot before you get it right. What about her bangs? You act like I'm not living this right now. This is We've a running plot there. line. Some of us are still there. You running know? plot I'm line in the Simmons house right now. I'm still learning about like, making myself. What are you doing, Zoe? Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> is that eyeshadow? What's going on? Oh, God. When she's wearing, when Lindsay Lohan's wearing that blue eyeshadow, like in the very, gym very scene, it's really, really tough. A lot of trial tough. and error with teenage girls in yeah. makeup. Oh, yeah. definitely. I mean, yeah. how else do you learn, though? Then, yeah, that's then, how you learn. Oh, the, the worst is when you get tricked by the product. They're supposed to be like all over your face. Use it on right. your lips. Use it on your cheeks. Never a good idea. Yeah. Avoid those. I've got one more. When she hosts the party and she's wearing like, the, cock, the black dress with the pink top. And then she also like really did her like cocktail party makeup look. Yeah. Woo. Very tough. That it's dress really, reminded me of like what everyone wanted to wear to prom, basically. Yeah. And that, that's supposed to be the point, right? Because she's fully transformed into a plastic and she is supposed to be trying too hard and doing too much. But she is trying too hard and doing too much. So what's the winner? And for me, it's the it's the party dress. I think for me, it's the um, short skirt and like and like Henley top when she's in school. Oh, God, I really hate that one, too. Oh, yeah. Very, very ugly. Could Lindsay Lohan, if her career works out right and nothing bad happens and it's just a nice arc, could she have done Pretty Woman if Pretty Woman was 20 years later, like age 23? Interesting. I just kind of feel like no. I feel like a lot of her power was in playing like more like suburban people who kind of like I don't know if she would have gotten the physical comedy that Julia Roberts had yeah I also like we said I think even as a teen there is an edge to Lindsay Lohan like the possibility of a mean girl within her which is is why she can do this movie but you kind of need the opposite for pretty woman you Mm. need um that's fair a hard exterior and a soft center and she's the opposite yeah hey if you're a podcast and movie fan like we are Check out Luminary. They launched a bunch of great original shows you can only find on their platform, including a spinoff of our show, a little brief spinoff series called The Rewatchables 1999 dissects some of the best and most entertaining movies from 1999, which was a great year in film. Uh, A lot of the categories, like we do this here, including um, most rewatchable scene, best quote, all that stuff. But then another new category about how this movie fit into 1999 and try to tie it a whole bunch so we're doing American Pie, Office Space, The Matrix, a bunch of other classics. Um, they also have a bunch of other brand new exclusive podcasts like Poetics with Omari Hardwick. Uh, he's from Power. It's a new podcast to invite you inside the minds and lyrics of the biggest names in hip-hop and the culture. Uh, the Luminary app, free to download, listen to it. Thousands of podcasts, including some ringer ones that are on there on the free side of it. Uh Enhanced by an easy-to-use interface, personalized content recommendations. Get your first two months of access to Luminary's premium content for free. What? When you sign up at luminary.link slash rewatch. So first two months of access for free. You can hear the first eight episodes of Rewatchables 1999. After that, it's $7.99 per month. Luminary.link slash rewatch for two months of free access. Luminary.link slash rewatch. Cancel anytime. 
terms apply. All right, half-assed. Oh, let's do casting what-ifs. Ooh. Lohan and McAdams, originally auditioned for the opposite roles. It's a good what-if. That is a good what-if. This what movie could have just happened with Rachel McAdams. I, I think she's too, a little too old. Yeah. To yeah. be uh, the homeschooled Katie. Never would have believed. As a junior. Yeah. Never would have believed she was homeschooled. Come so on. she, I think she was 25. You said 27. Oh. She was 25 in this movie, which is still 25. You kind of are who you are at that point. Yes. We're getting there. Lindsay Lohan wanted to play Regina. She said, I had just played in Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen in Freaky Friday, not the cool girl in school. I was still 17. I wanted to be the cool girl on set. So I had a war with the director, and he said, no, Katie is the heroine, and that's who you are. And she decided to buy in. I like that even in 17, she's like, I want to be. Yeah. She really was Regina. Right. The irony of this movie. Great actress, then. Considered for the role Aaron Samuels, James Franco. Oh, wow. Oh. He would have been good. It would have been a different type yeah. of Aaron Samuels, but he would have been good. A darker Aaron Less Samuels. Less jockey. Yeah. Oh, man, it's really like three for a loop. Well, because it just, Aaron Samuels is adorable in this movie. It is like a zero. Yeah. And he just like takes up no presence, which I was thinking last night about how, and this is funny that you're going to make us talk about Tim Meadows, but for me, the men in this movie don't exist. They just like don't take up any room. And that's great because it's a movie about girls and how girls function in high school. But if you throw Franco in, he takes up a little space and he kind of changes the energy of the of the movie. And I don't think it's necessarily bad. I think he would kind of play at the satire aspects, which would be good. Well, we also know what would have happened off what, the set. Right. Yes. But then there's that. So now we would feel bad about watching the movie. How long would they Franco and Lohan? Like eight weeks? Never would have been official. Ten weeks? Come on. That would have been an, un- an unofficial just would fling. Have, would have got Perez Hilton would have had a lot of really mean 2004 <laughs> yes, Perez yeah. Hilton would a have lot of white gone to town on that one. On that from Perez Hilton. <laughs> uh, somebody who lost the part of Regina George, Alicia Cuthbert. Oh, oh wow. She's in another one of my favorites. Another one of my favorites. You know who will be devastated to learn that? Zach Barron, Alicia Cooper's oh, yeah. number one Sean fan. Sean Fantasy also loves her, too. <laughs> Next Door is a great teen movie. Uh, I just yeah. watched the last half of it last night it's when I couldn't really fall asleep. Good. The juice it's is good. worth the squeeze. I forgot Paul Dano's in it. Oh, yeah. He's part of the tripod. She's also, I mean, Jack Bauer's daughter. Yeah, wandering in the woods for yeah, an entire episode. I don't know. That would have been interesting. No, it's... No, it's perfect the way it is, but I don't think it's a disaster if she's... Has she ever played like a mean mean person? I can't think of her. She's always likable. I feel like her career could have been better. Mm -hmm. I think that she's... For where I wanted it to be. I really (laughs) thought for five years there, I was was all in. I don't think she's like liked enough by enough women. That's my take. Oh, she hit that danger zone. Yes. Too hot. It's not that you dislike her. You don't root for her. Yeah, that's I, tough. She just, I don't think about her. You yeah, know, she's not speaking her. to my interest. This is the brilliance, to your of, interest. the brilliance of Emma Stone. Hits everybody. Yeah, that's true. And now, really hard to do. She was so good in The Favorite. I mean, the, all three of them were. That yeah. I just feel like forever, ever, she can get everyone behind her. But I, I've yes. already liked her. Yeah. That's all I have for casting what ifs. Uh, before we do Dion Waiters, I want to do the Saul Rubinick <laughs> They Knew Award for overacting. Okay. Because the nominees are Kevin G., Yes, yes. Math captain. Yes. I'm just throwing this out here now. Amy Poehler. Don't take Dale, it back. come on. Take no, yeah. No. I'm putting it on there. I'm putting no. it on there. Take it back. I'm putting it up there. No, I disagree. That's she might have ramped it up to nope. two speeds too Absolutely high. I'm looking for subtlety in the cool mom. Come yeah. on. Eh, she could have scaled it back. 
This I, is my hottest take of the podcast. I, I, maybe, maybe reel it in about 10%. No, no. She's perfect. No? no. Okay. No. I think Why those bring lines like, I'm a cool mom, is probably top three quotes from that movie. Yeah, definitely. I, she's really created, in like a very short amount of time, she just created a whole uh, reference point and archetype for a type of person. So, Okay. That was, that was hurtful. A lot of insults being thrown out on this podcast. Felt like she could have scaled it back 10%. So we're giving it to Kevin G. I have another candidate. Yeah. Damien, a little bit too much for me. Oh, that's good. Oh, I think he's. That's good. He does kind of ramp it up. When he's handing out the carnations and stuff, I'm just like, it's a little much. The candy canes? I mean, the flowers on, or yeah, the candy canes. They they did carnations in my high school too, which is why I was like, yeah. Same for Valentine's Day. Um. Yeah, I'm going with Kevin G just because when I was talking about how there aren't any men in this movie taking up space, he's definitely trying to, and I just block him out. I just don't acknowledge him in this movie. So. It is funny when he rips his t-shirt in half the, after they win the Matt. I like Kevin G. I thought, I, <laughs> Sorry, I kind of like Kevin G too. <laughs> okay, I my worst high school impulses are coming out right I, now. I'm going. I think you're right with Damien. It's too much. So he dialed it up a notch. Yeah, he makes me laugh. He I, says funny things. In right. my heart, in my heart, it's polar, but I'm not going to pick Let's that because the internet rejects you guys made me that, feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> Dion Waiters Award, best yeah. heat check in the movie. Nominees: mm-hmm. Amy Poehler, Tim Meadows. I got one more. Okay, Amanda Seyfried. She's good. I think she's is she in so it too good. much. She doesn't. They don't give her that much to do, and every time she just shows up and is like, she is not a totally a spacey idiot. No, in real life, she has like a lot of energy. Just like watch her in Mamma Mia, she's a lot, and she really just made a choice and is extremely funny. It's funny when she's playing sports in the beginning and the ball just yeah. hits her right in the chest yeah. like she's like a seal or something. The ESPN moment when she it's can be- ESPN is the is all-time yeah. Yeah. line. Yeah. She's I, uh, I'm personally going with Tim Meadows, but okay. I know that's not a popular choice. I think Tim Meadows, I don't understand why he's not a bigger star after seeing him this. He, every scene he's in, he's really funny. They need him. It's a, not a great character. It could have gone badly. Mm-hmm. And he's just really funny in this. I think I'm board he's really he is really good and also his relationship with tina fey is very funny in the movie miss norbury and he has great lines like even like i did not leave the south side for this yeah. like he's it's just he's, he's just really funny he's funny in the gym scene i watching last night i was like oh this is funny he also I, like, he sells he sells probably the worst written character in a that's what i mean he, way. i think he does a lot with a little in this movie yeah could have gone bad yeah i agree i'm on board with that thank you Okay, I'm still going with Amanda Seyfried. Okay, we we can disagree. Half fast internet research. For some reason, Mean Girls Day was adopted as October 3rd and is apparently like really a thing. Yes, and certainly on the internet. Yeah. yeah, on Tumblr. I didn't even know about this. Yeah, Instagram. the original title of this movie was what? Homeschooled. Oh. oh yeah. Mean Girls is better. Mean Girls is way better. Homeschooled Tina... sounds like a Netflix movie though. There's. Yeah, maybe. Well, it probably will probably be. Will be. Sorry, what no are we talking about? Now. Yeah, <laughs> don't say he's like twenty seven. He's still in high school. Uh, there's a couple oral histories about Mean Girls. One of them, Tina Fey said, when I first pitched it to Lauren, I was thinking I'd like to write a movie about what they call relational aggression among girls. He was like, "Okay, but could they also still have cool?" That's a terrible Lauren Michaels impersonation. <laughs> he was like, "Okay, but could they also have cool cars and cool clothes?" And I was like, for sure. Lord Michaels. Yeah. He he gets it. Wins and keeps winning. I think that, like, one thing that is interesting we haven't really talked about is that the plastics are also, like, the rich girls, which is definitely a thing that happens in high school. You know, there's that line, she has two Fendi purses and a silver Lexus, which 
definitely happens and people do glom on to uh, signs of conspicuous wealth. Yeah, I mean, the, the North Shore of Chicago is like a whole thing. I mean, there's all the different Chicago suburbs have like, a you know, obviously overwrought and like simplified, but like different um, personalities. And the North Shore is known for being like very ritzy. And it, this plays into it and whatnot. And then when I was in college, like people, like either as like a, a sign of embarrassment or a badge of honor, people were like, I went to the high school Mean Girls was based on. I hung out the Old Orchard Mall all the time. and it, oh Or they were God. like, yeah, I, I went to that high school. Like it was like one or the other right, yeah. and nothing really in between. I forgot to do for what stage the best hanging out in malls because I think I think that's back. I've been telling you guys. I knew you were going to say malls that. are back. Um, <laughs> do you want to know how this movie went from an R to a PG thirteen? Sure. There's some inappropriate language. Does it have to do with Coach? What's his face? No. Uh, in the scene where Katie was asked if her muffin was buttered, the line was originally going to be "Is your cherry popped?" Oh, they, oh, that's they flipped mm. that. The same one for a girl who made out with a hot dog was originally masturbated with a hot dog. They flipped that. Okay. And we were good. PG-13. Okay. Cool. There you go. I don't Half know that we lost research. that much. No. Don't yeah. feel like we lost a lot. Okay. Actually, more subtle that way. It's better. Yeah. Um, Tim Meadows broke his hand before shooting, had to wear a cast. That's how we had the carpal tunnel thing. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Makes sense. Because mm-hmm. why the fuck did he have a cast on? Yeah. It's completely logical. How many years older was Amy Poehler than Rachel McAdams when they filmed this movie? Five. Four. Seven. Mm. Amanda Seafried said, I had just graduated high school. It was terrifying. I don't know what I would have done without Lacey Shea Bear. <laughs> she was my angel. She took me in and we'd hang out in her trailer and listen to Dido. Oh my God. Amazing. Well, yeah. that's there. She wins for four people. Yeah. Unbelievable. Half faster in research. Always wins. Oh, another PG 13 thing. Uh, the scene in which Katie walks in on Jason and Gretchen kissing at her party, much different in the script. She walks in on Gretchen performing oral sex on Jason, mm. subsequently cut from the final print. That's half-assed. I don't know if that's true. I find it hard to believe they would have put a blowjob scene in I Mean Girls. It just doesn't seem like part doesn't, of the tone of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. It, does, it doesn't fit into the movie. Also, Gretchen's like weirdly asexual. I, I, I just don't see that one. Seafried. Like a sexual movie. Seafried also said one of her favorite scenes was when the little chihuahua is biting the nipples off Amy Poehler. Rich mm-hmm. McAdams adds in the oral history they pinned a piece of a cocktail wiener into her bra. Oh <laughs> we thought the dog was going to tear her apart. Smart. So that's how you get a chihuahua to eat somebody's breast. I always okay. thought her boobs looked fake in that movie, and perhaps that's why. I think, aren't, I assumed they were. Because there's that whole line about how they're implants supposed, yeah. and their heart is a rock. So I assumed that they were gotcha. going for it. I okay, mean, so they were going for yeah, that. Yeah, they are okay. going for that. We know about uh, the Mean Girls play, premiered on Broadway. Mm-hmm. My Did wife and daughter went to it recently. They absolutely loved it. Oh, they thought it was fantastic. Good. I want to see it. Uh, the flip side of this. Yes. Did you know there was a direct-to-video sequel called Mean Girls 2? I didn't. That it premiered on ABC Family on mm. January 23rd, 2011. Okay. What happens in Mean Girls 2 and who's in uh, it? Pretending it didn't happen. Okay. I feel like Mean Girls Sweeping musical probably good because Tina Fey was involved. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in late September 2014... Discussions arose that Lohan had pitched an idea to Faye for a sequel. Yeah, she's still on the road with this when she was uh, doing press for Brought it up Beach again, House. 10th anniversary yeah. in December 2016. Also said, still really trying to make the sequel. She'd written a treatment for the film. Oh, dear. How much did you pay to read um, that? She knew everyone was busy, but she said, I'll keep forcing it and pushing it on them until we do it. 
Who? From Please, this? no. Yeah. Please, no. Who do you think is the hardest to book from this cast? Rachel McAdams. I don't know. What's, well, she hasn't had a hit in a while. What's she up to? She's doing Shots like fire. I'm sorry. <laughs> she's doing interesting movies. She's in Spotlight. She was like okay. making out with Rachel yeah, Vice and Disobedience, which I, I also would love to do that. So I'm going to go with Amy Poehler. I think she's probably the hardest. Just my take. JMT. Well, she'd have to run it by her all female company. <laughs> would you read that story? Certainly did. Yeah. Hmm. Apex Mountain. Okay. Lindsay Lohan. Yes. Undeniable. Undeniable. All time. Unanimous. 100% approval rating. It's the highest peak anyone may have ever reached on their Apex Mountain. This is, there's never been a more obvious thing. We could almost call this the Lindsay Lohan Mean Girls Apex Mountain. Um, Tina Fey? Mm, 30 Rock. Still on SNL. Still doing Weekend Update. Writes Mean Girls has an incredible amount of power that then allows her to do 30 Rock. Yeah, but she's doing 30 Rock and Sarah Palin at the same time. And she yeah, literally swung right. an election. Sarah Palin. Sarah yeah. Palin's big. You're yeah. right. Good call. Everybody else, I don't know. No. Poe or no. Tim Meadows? Tim Meadows, maybe. I don't know. He's really good. Might be Tim Meadows. What about the ladies' bands? Enough, though. Seafried, no. Macy Shaber. No. This or Party of Five? It's Party of Mick Five. Mick Adams? What's actually, but like, I love her and I have I would enjoyed say, her whole career. I would say better. Wedding Crashers no, because this is so much bigger than no, what, but I mean, Wedding Crashers is the yeah. third one. So at the end, by the end of the trilogy of this notebook, Wedding Crashers, she has so much career power at that okay. point, which she squandered a little bit. But Amanda, when you were in college, how much time did you spend with your friends um, at a laptop rewatching her on stage kiss with Ryan Gosling from the MTV Movie Awards? I definitely mm. rewatched it. It was like still when you had like a dot mov file yeah. in a yeah, in an Kazaa. email. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I definitely watched it. I'm not sure that was like that was a really important text for me and my college roommates. Yeah. Okay, I mean I remember they stay on they're on opposite sides of the stage and they no like talking. stride to each other. Oh man, and they like do that. It was definitely a moment. I know what it looks like. Very important to yeah. a generation of women. The Joey Pants Award for best that guy. I think it's probably Damien, right? Isn't he just Damien from Mean Girls? I think it maybe is the woman. I don't even know that guy's name. I think it's the woman who ended up in the Ariana Grande video who was like, Regina's George said X was cool, so I did blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Whatever that line is. Sort of like the nerdy girl. Amanda, you're the tiebreaker. Mm, Oh, I think it would be Damien. I think he's just Damien. I think he walks around and people go, Damien! Or Aaron Daniels. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I made everyone sad. Sorry. We were just made, we did like 20 Jesus. minutes of jokes about that. <laughs> just feel like that. Now, now we're just going back. Okay. Uh, <laughs> might be listening. He's like, Juliet's trainer. I was like, think about my future. And he's just yeah. like, well, I don't want to put anything on the rocks here. Okay. Juliet, we get a text from I don't want to jinx it, but Aaron Samuel and I are going for drinks after my training session. That's so going to happen in like, like that'd be the a best. week. If you dated Aaron Samuels, that would be the highlight of my year. Because I, I just can't I stop winning. Happen. I can't stop winning Boston titles. So I need other highlights. Oh, my God. Okay, hey, Boston guy. Speaking of titles, Voodoo, streaming app, library of over 150,000 titles available to rent or buy. Hollywood blockbusters, favorite indie films. They have launched an ad-supported on-demand service with over 8,000 titles you can watch for free, including classic movies and TV shows. I was checking out last night. They have all the vacation movies on there. Uh, Voodoo, the presenting sponsor of our Rewatchables podcast, where we're covering John Wick. Two in a couple weeks. 
right before John Wick 3 comes out on May 17th. And by the way, speaking of John Wick, what's Shay's show called? With a pencil. Six With a pencil. Episodes about John she Wick. She put that up. Episode one right now, the uh, John Wick pod we're doing. Hey, watch it for free before on Vudu before you tune into our next episode. It's available wherever you watch TV. They make it easy to access all your favorite entertainment with a click of a button. Smart TV, Roku, Chrome, Chromecast, iPhone, Android, online, whatever. No subscriptions, no contracts, just free entertainment. I actually got Voodoo because they did some stuff with us last year. And now we, the Simmons family uses it over, over the other stuff. I actually think it's the best movie thing. People and they have little bundles. Voodoo. I like the bundles. They have the Godfather collection. I snapped it up. Voodoo.com slash rewatchables. V-U-D-U.com slash rewatchables. Sign up. Start watching today. All right. Picking nits. It's a big one. Stretching. This is my wife who loves this movie and has mm-hmm. seen it more times than anyone I know. Um, she can't believe Regina George fell for the Calteen Bar thing. Oh, that's a great point. She just yeah. can't believe no, it. No, it's very true. She's like, what person, A, doesn't know about those bars, B, would think that there's a weight loss bar, and then C, would not put two and two together as they're gaining weight and not wondering what happened. I mean, it's the whole thing, She right? thinks that's the biggest flaw in the movie. Yeah. That's very true, but they they try to make a plot line of it. It's like, there's also that thing when she asks what percent of fat is in the calories or whatever, and then Katie has to do the math, and then she's like, I'm going to get cheese fries. And then, you know, the famous is butter a carb. Right. So they're trying to position her as someone who doesn't know about this stuff or is just dumb, but it is true that any teenage Regina George would have all of this stuff memorized. Would know Especially about Regina it. George. Yeah. I feel like she yeah. would be. Which is like, is, is also like its own, it's screwed up in its own way because women have to learn that stuff from like an early age. There's a good passage in Bridget Jones about how she just like has calorie counts memorized, like yeah. multiplication tables. But Regina George definitely would. I agree with this. It's like that moment in Clueless when she's like, I am such a heifer. I had like a, a handful mm-hmm. of M&Ms. Like women like that are very conscious of it. Yeah. This was my nitpick. My wife disagreed. We argued about it. Okay. How did Katie win the prom queen after the burn book debacle? It's explained in the movie as half the kids thought she pushed Regina George in front of a bus and that's why she won. I still don't think she wins. Hmm. She started hmm. the whole burn book debacle. They think, were blaming her. I think what also doesn't make sense is she wasn't supposed to be at homecoming. Like she, I think like people like knew she was like out yeah. of the scene. So like, why would you vote for like an, an, an ineligible candidate? Well, I think it tracks because even when in the gym scene, Regina stands up and is like, why do we have to be here? And there's that line where it's like, please raise your hand if you have been personally victimized by Regina George. And like the joke is every single person in the gym, including the teachers, raise their hand. Yeah. So and that's after the burn. Well, I guess Katie hasn't admitted it yet, but you can. That's just a demonstration of how afraid everyone is of Regina. So, so it's a rejection of Regina. So this is a yeah. rejection vote. Yes. It's like how Trump won. That's exactly. Yeah. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> I agree. It's what it is. People do stupid stuff. So Mayor Pete's going to win in 2020. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, this is a personal picking nit, nitpick. How did Kevin G and Janice Ian get thrown together at the end? It's just so ridiculous. It's also, two people that I mean, would never it, interact ever. Ta- can we talk about the ending? Can we talk about the last scene? Because sure. it is like too it's neat. too neat and too high school PSA. They want to give a happy ending, but like suddenly Tina Fey and Tim Meadows are together. And it's like, well, that's guys, even worse. That's not workplace appropriate. And <laughs> well, it's not. In 2004, they weren't even thinking about that. Well, I know it hasn't Come aged on. very well. 
I mean, also, like, this speech that Katie gives at the end sucks. That is just, it's, like, imported from a different it's a bad speech. Hallmark movie. That should have been a What's Age the Worst for us. I mean, I, I think it definitely has. I think Tina Fey was definitely just worn out by the script at that point. It was just yeah. On autopilot, and ready And I think that they probably got pressure to, like, turn it into something. Like to a not, happy ending. To not Heather's it, right? Yeah. To yeah. make it something that people could relate to. So, but the whole ending is just... That that gym scene sucks. I agree. However, I think that Lohan looks so, so pretty in that final scene, and she's in the mathlete outfit. <laughs> I'm just, like, happy for her. Yeah. We forgot to mention the mustache on the on her competitor. That was that, uh... Oh, God. In the, in oh, the yeah. final that's, scene. That's the frazzled girl is mean-spirited. Sad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I know. <laughs> I am mean-spirited, so I thought it was funny. Uh, why didn't the school have a better crosswalk system? Great question. Also, who drives a bus that fast? A school bus yeah. at school. What's going on there? What is the school bus drivers terrorizing the school? It's flying through the crosswalk. Doesn't make any sense. Also, it was completely empty. Like, why was she right. there? That didn't make sense either. Yeah, but that's like the Heather's vibe of the movie. It's This movie is like part Heather's and part after school special. Mm-hmm. And it normally like merges them pretty well. But that's just one of the Heather's aspects okay. of it. Any other nitpicks? Seemed a little easy to break the tiara, that plastic. Think yeah, that's true. <laughs> Didn't buy it. I mean, that's the one good part is like they bring the plastics back and it's a, like extremely on the nose, but okay, yeah. My nitpick is just the ending. Okay. Best quote. Old boyfriends are off limit to friends. That's just the rules of feminism. I feel like I have to include this. Wow, Damien, you've truly outgayed yourself. Is the, the the big Lizzie Kaplan quote of we, that whole movie. We probably haven't celebrated her enough. She's no, been, we, she, she's yeah. still good. right here. Okay, she's really good in that movie. She... I think the reason I mentioned the Damien he's almost too gay to function line is because she hits it she hits the note in a way that is hard to do and it then makes it feel not offensive when yes it is an offensive line. Right. But it's her best friend and that's yeah. it's the relationship they have. So I'm I'm also, fine with it. It's be- just funny. I like yeah. the way they interact is like good. Believe her pain. Like yeah. you can under like yeah. as a grudge holder I really get it and you know I thought she's really good in this movie. She's going to come up in who won the movie even though she doesn't win cuz yeah. her her uh, her advanced metrics in this movie are really high. Every yeah. scene she's in, and she's really good in. She is really good, and she makes an impact, and she's just, like, very believable. I like her a lot. Also, she's had one of those careers that kind of everybody likes her, but she's not that famous. Yeah. But everybody's kind of in, like, oh, yeah, Lizzie Kaplan. I really like her. She's just entered that zone. Yeah, she's got a very high approval rating. Yeah, high approval rating. Gretchen, stop trying to make Fetch happen. You love him, and he totally complimented you. That is so Fetch. Gretchen, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. I gave him everything. I was a half virgin. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I have ESPN or something. I'm kind of psychic. I have a fifth sense. What do you mean? It's like I have ESPN or something. My breasts can always tell when it's going to rain. I love that one. That's why her hair is so big. It's full of secrets. Very good. I'm sorry that people are so jealous of me, but I can't help it that I'm popular. I'm kind of psychic. I have a fifth sense. Um, I wish I could bake a cake filled with rainbows and smiles and everyone eat and be happy. The the follow-up line to that is, she doesn't even go here. I wish that I could bake a cake made out of rainbows and smiles and we'd all eat and be happy. She doesn't even go here. Do you even go to this school? No. I just have a lot of feelings. 
I feel like that has mm. lived on. So what's your what's your I gotta what's add, your quote? I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. Mm. I just want you to know, if you need anything, don't be shy, okay? There are no rules in this house. I'm not like a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. <laughs> right, Regina? Please stop talking. Okay. Which comes up a lot. And on Wednesdays, we wear pink, which has kind of taken on a life of its own. And... So what's the iconic quote from the movie? Get in, loser, we're going shopping. We also got That's a good that one. one in. I think it's Gretchen. Stop trying to make that happen. Yeah, yeah I agree. Could this be remade as a 10-episode Netflix show? 100% yes. Could, yes. Should, no. You want Are it? Are sure? You want it? You wouldn't You wouldn't watch the first episode. Me? They remade Mean Girls. It. It's a new show. It's 2020 Mean Girls. You I'm wouldn't in. watch this. But- I mean, I would obviously watch it, but... Juliet's Juliet's blind. I don't need to know anything else. I'm done. Let's talk about it. No, hold on. Okay, Juliet. All right, all right. Come on, have some standards. I'm sorry. I don't have that many right now. I just don't. (laughs) Here's my thing. She does watch Vanderpump Rules. I'm wearing a Vanderpump Rules t-shirt right now. I'm told it's great. Tom, Tom. (laughs) That's a good Thanks, I bought it from Tom Schwartz's Instagram. it's really good. No, so here's my thing. If they're making a version, like a smart teen version of Mean Girls. And it's to the standard of this movie, yes. If they're doing another Netflix thing where it's like Kissing Booth and they just like made an ABC Family show for kids, for teens, I don't know that I would watch all of it. It's like, we need like the bold type treatment. Yeah, we need a bold type treatment. Do you know about the bold type? His wife loves it. Okay, all right. Who am I married to? Please watch the bold type. She's also on Team Sutton. Okay. Listen, I'm, I'm just so saying. I'm saying you are too. I love Team Sutton. We just got to give cats some space. Yeah, I was All saying right. that like you are also on it. Yeah, okay, that's true. But I just, <laughs> Juliet and I did a recapables podcast about the bold type recently and Juliet was a little harsh to cat and I'm just trying to pr- make a little yeah. space for her. <laughs> if they called it Mean Girls 2020, I think, I think it would work. I feel like that has like an election vibe, like the yeah. Tracy Flick. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Probably unanswerable questions. I only have one. Was Regina George, did she become an all-American lacrosse player in college? <laughs> yes or no? I think yes. And she definitely goes somewhere in the NESCAC. There's no question about that. Oh, you, you, I see. I thought she would Duke. I was thinking Duke for her. Oh, interesting. Uh, Maybe she yeah. just goes to Northwestern, best women's lacrosse school. Go Cats. Is that true? Yeah, they won like five years in a row. Wow. It is funny how take all of your Mean Girl stuff and fuel it into sports is a funny lesson from totally. this movie, which isn't necessarily inaccurate. I just see her thriving at like Williams with her lacrosse. Williams. Stick. Yeah. <laughs> That's just where I see it go going. for her. It's like in the middle she of the woods. Dominate. Duke is the right call. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can't totally leave all and of the, your Regina George behind. Sure. You know? it's, it is really Northwestern. She yeah. would have gone there too. This is a probably answerable question. Lindsay Lohan and Aaron Samuels, did they break up? Halloween or Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, when everybody came back. Yeah, she finally gets the note to dress slutty for Halloween. She goes to meet him for like an on-campus party. They make it through that holiday. They have a huge fight on Halloween. Yeah, and then at Thanksgiving, they just call it quits. There's some party at Gretchen's house. Yeah. Yeah. They've both moved on. Who won the movie? One of you wants to say Rachel McAdams. I, I, do, I do think, think it's Rachel McAdams. I do too. Even I though do. it's Lohan at her peak, I still think it's McAdams because she it I'm launches going with Lohan. her. I mean, it's certainly her apex. I just think Rachel McAdams comes out of nowhere. She's amazing in it. She creates like an all-time character and All good has points. a career from it. This Agreed. is the movie though that Lohan comes out of it and people are like, that's Elizabeth Taylor for this generation. 
Yeah. And then it actually kind of, all the bad parts of Elizabeth Taylor <laughs> happened and none of the good parts. Not even the two Richard Burton marriages. Yeah. <laughs> Literally none of the good stuff. It is like if all the bad stuff hadn't happened, I do wonder like what her arc would have been. Right. You know, because Julie Roberts, which we've talked about on this podcast mm-hmm. many times, who, who's the guy she married? Danny Motor? What did he do? Yeah. He's like a- He's a camera guy. Camera guy? Yeah. Just married a regular dude and she was good. Yeah. Maybe that could happen for Lohan. It's all about the civilians. Got to find a regular guy. Well, this was really fun, guys. Ladies. This was great. I say guys. Thank like you. I'm, you know, I'm in, uh, Thanks for having else? us. Last yeah. thoughts? No, it's just a great movie. I, uh, Lohan, I, I weep for who you were in 20, 2004. Can I ask you one question? Yeah. At what age does this movie start resonating with people? Like, is your daughter... Oh. Is, so it, it clicks. Like age, age seven. Wow. Yeah, age seven okay. or eight. I mean, that's pretty amazing. I feel like you have particularly precocious children. I mean, too. You do, but still, I feel like they, you know, I think they get it. Early. Ben Simmons really likes this movie. It's yeah. a great movie. Yeah, he he he's a fan. I, do you think it's of all the movies you've covered on the rewatchables? Would you say it's like a top five or top ten age the best? It hasn't it hasn't been well, as long as some of them, but I just feel like it really holds up. This is the last thing we should talk about. It is funny how certain movies are just become timeless, and that's it. So like Zoe's kids, if she has kids someday, like mm-hmm. 25 years from now or something, I still feel like they would watch this movie. Mm-hmm. And she'd be like, I can't wait to watch Mean Girls yeah. with my kids, which is how my wife was like after this movie came out. It's like, if I ever have a daughter, we're going to watch totally. Mean Girls. And I do feel like this is going to live on. There's not a lot of movies like that. Like Princess Bride, I think, is like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a, it's a shorter list than you think. Clueless is like that. I think when they capture social dynamics that like transcend a certain time period is when they're they right. really resonate. And even a certain situation. I mean, this is a spot on high school movie, but like the concept of Mean Girls and Regina George can be applied to pretty much any walk of life at any age. Yeah. Um, and even to some men, it can kind of, you know, you know, Regina George's and plastics in the world. There's some sort of smart version of this movie for this generation about political correctness that I mm-hmm. think somebody will make over the next three years. That could be really good. That will parody a lot of the PC yeah. super Too left far. stuff. I, I don't think Tina Fey will be writing that one, but, um, no, I don't think so either, <laughs> but it, that, that is sitting there for somebody. Yeah. I feel like agreed. Um, anyway. Hey, thanks to Julia and Amanda. Thanks, Bill. Thanks to voodoo. Over 150,000 titles available to rent or buy. Over 8,000 titles you can watch for free in their ad-supported on-demand service. Uh, you can check out all the vacation movies right now. You can check out Semi-Pro, Reservoir Dogs, a whole bunch of them. Head to voodoo.com slash rewatchables to sign up and start watching today. VUDU.com slash rewatchables. And don't forget about Rewatchables 99 on Luminary, where the three of us actually will be covering Cruel Intentions. Get ready. Jeez. We're going to have to have a couple of drinks for that one. I'm fired up. Are you fired up for the Ryan Felipe Reese Witherspoon conversation we've oh, been course. waiting to have for yes. three years? Yes. I can't wait to talk about Bittersweet Symphony. I'm oh, excited man. to talk about Selma Blair. Oh, man. The clothes, the real estate. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. This is really a Venn diagram of all your interests. <laughs> the real estate is so good in Cruel Intentions. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll see you uh, in a couple weeks here on this feed, but then check out Rewatchables Night to as well. Thank you. Thank you. 